Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Let's get serious now. This is the problem. We're going to get too distracted now that we're all... I know, right? Okay, I'm looking at my board... It's weird. I don't like looking at myself. I'm hiding that screen from myself. Okay, there we go. Um, all right. Well, hey, you want to just start with how my fantasy team is kicking your fantasy team's butt, or what? Is that should we? I got limited time, Chief. Let's see. You know, if you want to, you don't want to talk wanna, about that. If you want to brag, go ahead and get it out of the way with. I mean, I guess you could, should consider yourself lucky that DK Metcalf doesn't finish plays. Otherwise, I'd be up by another six points. You know what I'm saying? You have you have DK? Yeah, dude. No wonder you were points. so mad. I know. <laughs> I was hot, man. Hang man. on to the ball, son. Oh, uh, it's tough. <laughs> um, I didn't even realize that we were playing each other, though, until uh, late last night. Yeah, it's like my sixth league. I don't pay attention to it much. <laughs> I'm just saying that because I haven't won a game yet. <laughs> and to lose to you, my, my, the co-host of the show, not cool. Oh, what? See, if I lost to you, I would consider it an honor. Oh, man. He doesn't have anything for me on that. Okay, here we no. go. No, here we I'm go. just better. Let's get this crowd going. Now, come on, get him up, get him up, get him up. It's a snap. He's going to throw down the middle. The ball is caught. Hey, that's great football now. 35-40, down the far sideline. We got a fly, baby. He's still moving. He's going to go. Go Hawks. Are you kidding me? Let's go. Go. It's the Seahawks podcast on the Believe Sports Network. Thank you very much for tuning in. I'm Seahawks super fan uh, Brett Davern, and he is Seahawks legend and also super fan Lofa Tatupu. Lofa, you ready to do the show? Let's get it, partner. All right. Uh, let me remind everybody about our sponsor, betonline.ag, your online wagering experts. BetOnline has uh, prop bets on all kinds of things. You can also just wager like normal, uh, like you would do in any sports book. They also have an online 24-7 virtual casino, which never closes. Um, these guys are the best. And when you put in the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, you get a special welcome bonus and all kinds of stuff. So uh, go use them. They're a sponsor. They support us. We hope that you support them. That's betonline.ag, promo code B-L-E-A-V, as my partner Lofa likes to say. Um, Lofa, Man, another nail biter for our Hawks. Another another win that comes with the defense on the field. Um, let's just get some general thoughts, and then let's go through the game and uh, you know, sort of chronologically. How how you feeling? Uh, I mean, three and out. Let's let's silver linings, right? Let's say positive. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, I know there's some things that we need to fix, but three and out, and uh, Russell Mania just keeps happening, dude. Um, just I, you can't stop talking about you know him. He's, I mean, he's putting the team on his back right now, literally. So, Man on uh, fire. 
Man yeah. is on fire. Do you realize that after week one, you and I were joking uh, after, so week one, he had four touchdown passes in yeah. one game. So we were joking around about how he's on pace for the 64 pace. touchdowns for the season. He's outpacing that right now. Like we thought that was so funny. Oh, ha, ha, ha. Like anyone would ever throw 64 touchdown passes. And all he does in the next two games is throw five in each of them. Well, it could have been six. As, as you know, uh, in your fantasy team. <laughs> um, DK! Hey, but DK came back and redeemed himself at the end. Um, but, I mean, just, man, imagine that six. Imagine if he threw six right there. That would have been Oh, incredible. man. Russell Wilson for the game, 27 of 40. So, 13 in completions. I mean, come on, man. What's up, bro? Step your game up. Um, 315 yards, five touchdowns. Should have been six, like uh, my partner Lofa said there. Um, Lofa, okay, so starting off the game, the Seahawks get the ball first, and they promptly go three plays for six yards and punt the ball right away to Dallas. And Dallas is on the field for what seems like forever. They're on there for 13 plays. They held the ball for five minutes, 20 seconds. They end up scoring uh, a field goal, which felt like a win at that point because they were just rolling right down the field. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, uh, Bamba don't break. As long as you keep him to three, um, just the, at the pace of what, you know, this offense and Russell's doing, you know, field goals aren't going to get it done. And um, so that that's definitely a win. Um, you want to see him get off the field. But, um, I mean, I told you, we're, we're going to average north of 30, 30 points, I, I think, for the season. Um, you know, I know it's a hot take, but we've done it so far. And uh, I don't see – I don't really see anybody giving us that kind of problem to not – you know, have Russell hit the end zone four or five times a game. Well, and right away in the game, the defense was doing their part. You know, they hold them to the field goal and then um, coming up on the, so then we score the touchdown and then Dallas gets the ball back. They had a bit of a special teams blunder there with the guy muffing the the kickoff and then he didn't know whether he should pick it up or not. They got the ball on the one mm-hmm. and immediately we get that safety and I'm like standing up in the living room like it's old times with the Seahawks. Like here we go. We are going to bury this team. Um, we get the safety. It's nine to three and then we get the ball back after the safety and we promptly go three plays for two yards and punt the ball right back again and then Dallas gets the touchdown and I'm like man yeah. like I know we're going to put up points but like it just I don't know. It just felt like we're, we're leaving stuff out there uh, right off the bat. Um, I mean, you well, know, this, this is, this is, <laughs> a, me down. A, this is not a potential problem with uh, letting Russ cook. Mm-hmm. Now, if, uh, if he's not on and it's not that he wasn't, but you know, had some drop balls, just some miscues, which is going to happen. Anytime you put the ball in the air, there's more probability for things to go wrong. So um, you, you can run the risk of having a three and out a short possession and then putting your defense right back on that field. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think they, they ran about 70 plays in the, in the opener. I, I don't know how many we ran against, um, new England, uh, in week two, but you know, defense on the field a lot. Part of that's getting off the field, right? Third down defense, get off the field. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, they're doing what they have to do in the meantime. Um, I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about Jamal Adams going down, uh, for the second yeah. week in a row, yeah. we lost another member of our secondary. So, uh, that's a little concerning, especially with all the yards that are coming up, you know. Uh, but uh, there was a lot of positives on that defensive side. Well, okay, so Dallas scores a touchdown. It's 9-9 nine to nine after the safety. Greg Zerline uh, missed two PATs for the game, by the way, but that, that was his first missed one there. And then we get the ball back. We th- Russ throws another beautiful deep ball to DK, and my man doesn't hold on to the ball while he crosses the goal line. 
And I saw it happening in real time. You could see the Dallas guy, uh, who was it, Worley or Diggs? I don't. I think it was Diggs. Yeah, Diggs. Yeah, yeah, coming after him. And I, it's we've done that so many times to people that I'm looking for it as a Seahawk fan. Yeah. I saw it coming. <sighs> Doesn't feel the same when it's against us, huh? <laughs> but, dude, it hurts so much, especially because of what was happening there in the game. You know, they quickly tie it up. Russ throws yeah. another beautiful deep ball. It looks like we've got it back under control, you know, but he gives up the fumble there. I mean, as a teammate, man, I mean, you were a captain on this team. Like, what do you say to a guy, especially a guy who's in his second year, a budding superstar? Uh, how do you handle that from a leadership position on the team? I mean, a play know- like that. You know DK and what he's about, and um, it's not something we've never seen before. And he, with all due respect, he dusted that guy and had to wait for the ball, um, <laughs> not making excuses because you hate to take points off the board. That's six points right there, um, seven if they get the extra point. But um, this is a. So are you are you blaming Russell Wilson for DK's fumble? Are you saying if Russell would have put that ball in front of DK? He wouldn't have had to slow down. No, you're taking that. You're taking that out of context. <laughs> <I'm> uh, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, slightly underthrown. It was still a beautiful ball. Uh-huh. But um, hey, Russ you know, throws good deep balls, man. <laughs> that was that's what you wanted to break it down to last time. <laughs> um, so you know, it's a teachable moment. I guarantee it'll never happen again. And then, mm-hmm. you know, like the true champion he is, he redeemed himself. And Russ, you know, went to him uh, for that game clinching uh, touchdown at the end. Yeah, totally, totally. I know, but, but man, but you don't. No, you don't. You don't need to get on the kid. You know how you know how serious he takes his craft, and um, it's uh, it's unfortunate. But I'm glad it happened in a win, right? Yeah, as opposed to a loss. Yeah, and uh, after the game, Russell was asked about the play and what he said to DK on the sidelines. And Russell says, "Look, I love the guy, and I told him don't ever do that again." And I think that's what you want out of your leader. You know, you don't you can't like hammer him, come down on him too hard because he might be too uptight or whatever the next time something happens and i don't know i think i think that's the way to handle it right you can't not say anything but at the same time you don't want to say oh, too yeah. much if it happens again then 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 we got problems we got we got to talk <laughs> yeah, yeah you know, totally in totally. the locker room <laughs> yeah well hey let's talk about tyler lockett and russell though let's move on uh from one receiver to another i mean tyler lockett three touchdowns for the game he tyler lockett is He's quickly becoming or is or always was one of my favorite Seahawks. I mean, dude, he is penciling in his own name in the ring of honor with every game that goes by. The guy is absolutely fearless. Um, He's because of his stature, he's not what you would think of as a traditional like red zone threat, but the guy catches more touchdown passes from short yardage, uh, you know, like being so close to the end zone than Mm -hmm. than most guys his size. Uh, just, I, I mean, just just talk about Tyler Lockett for a bit, and I'll just sit and um, listen. Just the consummate professional. Yeah, I had the opportunity mm-hmm. to coach, you know, the team when he was on it. And um, I mean, look, if he wasn't so valuable as a, a wide receiver, the guy would be putting up Devin Hester like numbers as a returner. And mm-hmm. I mean, he did. He went to the Pro Bowl, I think, his rookie year for returning. And then they had to take some of those duties away from him because he was so valuable on offense. And when he has that many snaps, you know, you don't want to tire him out. But, um, you know, sure hands, uh, one of the best, you know, route runners, um, you know, in the game. And, you know, if if he was more outspoken 
the world would know about him, but he's yeah. quiet. He just lets his play do the talking, and um, it's incredible. Three touchdowns in the first half. You know, I know for the game, but first half he had three touchdowns. It's incredible. One of the best plays for me from him, or one thing, one of my takeaways from the game and watching him was a catch that he didn't even make, which is the one where Russell was scrambling. He kind of floated one over the middle towards Tyler, and he's like bobbling it as he goes towards the ground. Now, he didn't make the catch, but my point in bringing that play up is how fearless Tyler Lockett is because, dude, he at any moment can get his head taken off by one of those safeties coming the other way, but he has, when they showed it in slow motion, he has full concentration, both eyes on the ball, just concentrated on only catching the ball, no fear going over the middle uh, for him, you know, and I don't know if he gets enough credit for being like a tough guy in the NFL because of just the, I don't his demeanor or whatever, but he really is fearless and tough and I love him to death. No, he's, he's incredible. And, um, you know, very tough kid, um, going across the middle, but also it's a his spatial awareness, um, something that I don't think he gets a lot of credit for. Um, and that's the ability to see the defense and turn his back to it and know where the potential threats are. So that's when you see him catching them, you know, he pivots back upfield away from, you know, the defender. Mm-hmm. Those, that's some stuff you can't, you can't teach that. Um, you know, it's instinctual. It does come with experience too. You can get a little better at it, but I, you know, he was a phenomenal basketball player too growing up. So I think that's, you know, where some of that comes from. Well, the uh, Cowboys, they get the ball back. They promptly go three plays, 75 yards in three plays. Um, one of those I think was a running play or an incomplete pass to Ezekiel Elliott. So they basically go 75 yards in two plays um, with a with a big pass from Prescott to uh, Cedric Wilson, who had himself a game for 40 yeah. yards. Uh, I mean, I think it's time we talk about the secondary a little bit. You know, we're really excited at the beginning of the year with Quentin Dunbar and obviously Jamal Adams, um, him going down now. We'll have to see what happens there with his groin strain. But this uh, defense has given up a lot of yards, man. I mean, we're 3-0, and but, you know, Cam Newton's one yard away from that being a New England Patriots victory. You got the Cowboys here, uh, defense stepping up at the end of the game, but, you know, they have a chance to at least tie it there at the end. And all these quarterbacks are just, they're, they're kind of torching the secondary. Uh, you're a defensive guy. What say you? Uh, yeah, it's not something you like to see, but, uh, again, I think you said the big thing. 3-0. and and Hawks haven't been 3 and 0 since 2013. So yeah. I'm just saying, I'm just saying find a way to win, you know, and you can clean up the rest of the, you know, the stuff. Um but um yeah, it's uh we injury man and I told you it's you know, I'm glad that we're one of the the deepest rosters that we've had since 13 because it's getting tested right now. And so mm-hmm. um again, it uh, chemistry, it's going to take a little time to get the chemistry going, uh, but I'm encouraged by what I'm seeing, you know, took away the run game. Zeke was a non-factor, really. I think at 34 yards on 14 carries. Um, and that's one of the best backs in the league and a formidable O-line too. Yeah. Um, now, like you said, oh, I've never heard of Wilson, you know, their Wilson, right? Yeah, Cedric <laughs> Number 11, yeah. yeah. the wide receiver, yeah. Uh, like three catches, 100 yards, two touchdowns, two over 40 yards. Um, it's a little alarming, but um, I think – one, um, it was just it was man coverage, and he just got all the way across the field. So maybe that might go hand in hand with some of the rush we need. And I was encouraged though at the end of the game, my guy, Shaq Griffin, mm-hmm. Shaquem, who I've yeah. been talking about. Yo, if you get him in the game, let him do his thing. Let Russ cook. Let Shaq rush. You know, because yeah. him, 
Robinson came on really strong with a huge sack. Mayala had a great game. Um, so a lot of things that, you know, aren't getting, you know, the credit that they deserve, you know, in that, in that front and that pressure, um, you know, we, we had some good things show up. Yesterday. Yeah. I mean, it looked like at the beginning of the game, the story uh, from a pass rushing perspective was going to be for the Cowboys with Alden Smith having like eight wow. sacks in the first two plays or I mean, that guy was, he was unblockable he four for the game. And Amazing. Yeah. He was all over Russ, but at the end of the day, you know, the Seahawks pass rush was able to do enough, um, you know, sweet strip sack of Dak uh, Prescott earlier in the game yeah. by our, our guy, Jaron Reed, Reed. just a beast, man. I mean, what a, what a play mm-hmm. by him, um, you know, to set up a, a Seahawks touchdown and, and yeah, it, it was there when we needed it. It would just mm-hmm. be nice to see it a little bit more uh, consistently through the game, or at least getting home yeah. more often. You know, they send yeah. Jamal a bunch of times. It's just, you know, it's it's hard to always get there at yeah. the end of the day. Yeah, I, you know, I guess if we're you know looking at what to correct, I mean, three we had three turnovers to their one, right? And mm-hmm. so um, that's another bright spot. You win the turnover battle. I forget Pete's record going back, but it's it's something like. 55 or 60 and oh when uh, they win the turnover battle by two by two or more turnovers so uh, I like those are good odds you know and uh, but um, yeah definitely some things to shore up yeah yeah uh, let's go through some numbers here as we're just uh, we'll just fill them in here before we get on to the third quarter uh, let me scroll up here Speaking Russell numbers, Wilson Russell close, Wilson like we said over three how close was I to that final score hey listen. are you closer or me Okay, so all right, let's switch to that. You, our predictions have been pretty good so far this season. Actually, I didn't know how accurate we'd be when we started doing all this. But so you said thirty-eight twenty-eight for the game. I said thirty-four thirty-one for the game. Final score thirty-eight thirty-one. So I got the thirty-one. You got the thirty-eight, and we meet somewhere in the middle there. But between the two of us, I think no, I think we. Nailed it. we- I beat you, <laughs> right? Because okay, so I got thirty-eight. Wait, I got. <laughs> well, I still lost you in fantasy. I got to get a win out of this somehow. Okay, all right. Uh, so yeah, I'm one point closer. Right, you got the thirty-eight. I the thirty. Yeah, cumulatively, all right, fine. <laughs> Technically, you won, but I think the team here. It feels uh, good. You yeah, know, man, we're I, crushing I, these predictions, dude. We got a crystal ball locked away somewhere. Uh, speaking of other numbers for the game, though, uh, I think you gave out Chris Carson's numbers, or no, you gave out Zeke's numbers. Chris Carson was 14 carries, 64 yards, averaged uh, 4.6 a carry. DK Metcalf, four receptions, 110 yards, one touchdown, like we said, should have been two. Tyler Lockett, nine receptions, 100 yards, three touchdowns. Greg Olson getting involved with five catches. Um, you know, Russell just spreading the ball all over the field and Jacob Hollister, a red zone threat, uh, not just with a touchdown catch, but also a big two-point conversion at the end of the game. Look, I mean, we all know what happened. We all watched the game and everything. And instead of just going through it drive by drive here, I guess we can just sum it up by saying that I think these conversations go a lot differently if they're losses and we're just happy that they're wins. Is that pretty much what sums us up? Yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. um, it did, and the injury bug though. Carson got hurt, right? I believe. Yeah. Um, did Jordan Brooks? Yeah, I, I don't know about Brooks. Can we talk about Carson for a second though? Because I want to go back to that play because I texted okay. you in the moment. I said, "Is this a dirty play?" And it's it's hard to throw that accusation around. You know, people take it very seriously. But I'm looking at Twitter this morning, the day after the game, and they're talking about some fines coming down for uh, 
I don't have his name offhand. Who the player? Who the Was tackling Hill? player? Hill. Yeah, I think so. Yep. Yeah. You know, later in the he got a helmet to helmet on well, Russ okay. too. He got a there roughing go. the passer. So yeah, you know these I, these guys flying around making some questionable plays, and they're talking about finding him for that rolling tackle on Chris Carson. Did you go back and watch it again, or because in the moment you were saying you, you didn't rewind it and I, look at? I it. didn't rewind and look at it, and um, you know the roll tackle, you know, especially with a back like Carson who doesn't go down easy. It's something like you don't know when he's down. You got the leg and you're just spinning with pressure is what you're taught. You know, um, you're not trying to hurt anybody, uh, but he was fighting forward and the guy was rolling sideways and that's what happened. Now, I was going to give him the benefit of the doubt until I saw the blatant, you know, knockout of Russ Wilson. And, you know, thank God Russ is Superman uh, and bounced back up. But, yeah. uh, but you know, that's, that's when you say, okay, now was that last play – that's becoming a pattern is what, is what mm-hmm. we say. So mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. It's something to keep an eye on going forward. Uh, but, um, you know, that kid plays tough. And you, just, you just hope he doesn't play dirty, you know. Nasty yeah. is fine. Through, through right. the whistle, fine. But, like, after, you know, yeah, fine line. Giving them the business is what they might have called that back in the day. Like, just a little too much. And, you know, thank goodness it, they're just saying it's a sprained uh, knee for Carson. Because if yeah. that would have been an ACL or something, that just – just well, even look even right. with Russ back, you know, back in my day, uh, you know, <laughs> you run right through that guy. Like mm-hmm. Russ would get that. I mean, you know, just you wouldn't get a flag on that. So yeah, it's um, you know, change it with the times. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Um, injuries though continuing to mount up. Uh, like we're like we're saying, uh, Jamal Adams has a groin strain. Um, yeah. They placed Rasheem Green on IR before the game even started, mm-hmm. so there's an injury there. Quentin Dunbar didn't even play in the game after he was healthy and got a pick in the game before that with the Patriots. So I don't really know what was going on there. Um, and then, like we said, Carson out with this with this knee strain now. So. I think they've got to make some moves this week, don't you? Are, are we going to be signing Michael Bennett? What about Clay Matthews? We've been talking about this kind of stuff. Like, we got to get somebody in there, right? Or are we good and just going to keep rolling with the next man up? Um, I, I don't know if we're, you know, pressured to add bodies right now. Um, uh, Hyde, you know, going to take over the bulk of the carries. Uh, Homer showed some good flashes in there. And we still got DJ Dallas, who they've been raving about. Mm. And I loved watching him in college. The guy averaged six yards a carry. You know, maybe it's going to give him, you know, put put Carson on the shelf for a little bit, get get healthy, and uh, and then let's see what the, the Rook has. Well, hey, speaking of rookies, what about Alton Robinson, the way that he was getting after Dak there, especially at the end of the game? What do you see from the young defensive end? Man, that first that first sack or the pressure that he got in came off the edge. He knew the tackle climbed too high, just came underneath and and strong armed him. You know, it was it was impressive for to see that kind of strength out of a rookie against the you know left tackle. So uh, impressive, you know, and just see how he progresses uh, each week. Yeah, but, man. A lot of people on Twitter are saying, "Why wasn't this guy activated week one? Let's go here." Well, I mean, you know, it's it's tough. You you. Uh, maybe he just wasn't showing that in practice. And if you're not showing it in practice, can you really expect it to just turn on in the game? Now, yes, we have things. Guys we talking that are about called, practice? Yeah. We talking about practice? Yeah, Iverson. <laughs> so if, <laughs> if, if he's not showing up in practice, the coach doesn't feel comfortable putting him in there in that situation, expecting him to just get it done. But like I said, there are some players that, you know, they could just turn it on. As soon as the game's on, they're gamers is what we call them. And um, they don't always necessarily have the best uh, – focus in practice but once they get to the game it's uh 
you know, that, it's like that pressure's gone of being perfect and they just go out and play. Yeah. Well, play they did. Uh, all's well that ends well. Like we said, the Seahawks win 38-31. to 31. Their next game, they go on the road to face Ryan Fitzmagic and the Miami Dolphins in Miami. I believe the game's at 10 a.m. coming up uh, this Sunday. So we'll be back later in the week to break that one down. Um, hey, before we get out of it here on this episode, um, my man over there, you, I'm talking to you. Yeah, no, you that I'm on this Zoom call with. You got yourself a company. It's called Zone In. You guys do CBD and all that kind of stuff. There's the T-shirt. Yep. Um, We want to do something new here on the show, and we'll start it off this week. Uh, Let's – ooh, there's a water – ooh, I don't have a water bottle. No, that's nice. I like it. (laughs) You hit a button, a big curtain (laughs) drops down behind you. (laughs) Confetti shoots off. I'm like, Lofa, all right. Play it cool, bro. Uh, um, no. uh, I want to let, let's do like we were talking about it off off air. Like let's do like a zone zone in player or a zone in segment. Um, mm-hmm. I think it'd be fun to pick some guys that don't necessarily get all the headlines from the game. Someone that maybe we're zoning into uh, watching while we're watching the game. Um, for me, from this last game, if I was to zone in on a player that might not get the accolades that he deserves, I'm looking right at Ugo Amadi. Two games in a row, um, you know, playing really solid. In the Patriots game, he had eight solo tackles in relief of Marquise Blair. Um, I, ooh, as I'm talking, I'll try to find his tackles for this game. Uh, let's see, six, six solo tackles in this last game with the Cowboys. He, I don't even know what position he's really playing out there, but he's a little spark plug out there hitting everything that moves and on the two-point conversion that the Cowboys were going for, I mean, he's the one that saves that play for the Seahawks on defense. He's my zone-in player from week three. Okay. So if we're going on guys that aren't getting, you know, the credit, I mean, I want to talk about the guy that finally got the opportunity. Uh, pulled up from practice squad, and I'm not talking about the safety that, that won the game with the pick, but uh, Shaq Griffin, man. I told you I believe in this kid. I said it a couple podcasts ago when he got, you know um, – I don't know if demoted or signed to the practice squad. Right. Um, but if, if the kid gets the opportunity to do what he always did in college, which was rush the passer, and we, it's filling a real need for us right now, uh, especially with all the injuries. Uh, he's special. I saw, you know, he, he ran down that screenplay. Um, he had another good pressure. Two pressures didn't, you know, quite get there. There was one when the play got called dead, he came off that edge and spun back underneath. And that's the move I was talking about. Mm -hmm. He's so fast off the edge that a lot of tackles, they commit to that, you know, to that upfield rush. And then he just whips back with an elbow and he had the guy beat. If they, if that play continues, he's, he sacks Dak Prescott and uh, forces them into a third long. Yeah. He's also just fun to watch with all that hair flying around out there. He just looks like the Tasmanian devil. And and his brother and Shaq, uh, his brother Shaquille had a great game too. Yeah. Uh, huge pick. That was a great interception. Well, hold on. Hold on a second, my friend. He had a great interception, but the very next drive got torched twice. Both of those plays were on, were on, uh, the other Griffin brother as the, where was it? I just had it. The Dallas Cowboys had the ball for 48 seconds and went 75 yards. So everybody gets lucky. Hey, I'm just trying to keep it real over here. That's all I'm trying to do. All right. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Hey, anything else before we get out of here and turn our attention towards the dolphins coming up later in the week? 
as I can think of. All right. Well, then that's a wrap on the Seahawks podcast for this week. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Don't forget to support our sponsor, uh, betonline.ag, or zone in. Uh-huh. There you benefits, go. The healing benefits of CBD. You can find it at all Bartels drugstores up there in the Seattle area and online. Isn't that correct, sir? Absolutely. At zoneincbd.com, brother. There you go. Uh, let's break it down this week. What should we break it down to? Let Shaq rush. All right. I love it. Let Shaq rush on three. You ready? Yep. One, two, three. Let, Let Shaq, Shaq rush. rush. <laughs> Told you it's always at the same time. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.